Welcome to Teal of Interiors, a holistic approach to interior design. And I'm Alicia. Welcome back to another episode of Tea Over Interiors. It's so great to be with you today. So today we're talking about forging a stronger relationship with your home. Alicia is going to lead this discussion. But before we get to that, you know I need to know, girl, what you sipping on? I'm having some lovely mint bliss tea. Ooh, delicious. Yeah, it's my babe. I love a nice mint. What you sipping on? So I am having salted caramel. Oh, yeah. This is an interesting flavor. You know, I added some almond milk to it. I don't know why I've been adding milk to my teas lately. Unsweetened. I know why. Because you have that fancy creamer frother extravaganza thing. That's true. That's true. And guess what? I bought one because I had to have one after you introduced me to that wonderful frother extravaganza you have in your kitchen. So I was like, I'm going to go home and get one. And I finally, they're not cheap. So I was like, I'm going to buy one. And I bought it. Yeah, you could buy handheld ones and stuff. But yeah. No, we're not doing all that. Yeah. Four or five different settings. It warms it. It froths it. It does big, big froth. It does light froth. It does all the fanciest. Cold froth, whatever. Yes. Okay. So let's let's move on to Steve's Randomness. What you got for us, Steve? Okay, so did you know that before the yo-yo was brought to the United States as a toy in the 1920s, it was originally used in the Philippines as a weapon in the 16th century? Interesting. To attack people? As a weapon. I don't know. Okay. That's all I got. Oh, thank you for sharing the yo-yo. So, in keeping with the concept of yo-yoing, we often spend time trying to manipulate back and forth, up and down, our environments. And I think that in all the years that I've been designing, I realized that what we're often trying to do, not as designers, but as inhabitants of a home, is we're trying to get that home to feel like a space that will do what it is that we need it to do. And in most instances, we need it to nurture us. We need it to feed us. It needs to restore us. So this episode is about slowing down and forging a relationship with our homes and just not to sleep on the importance of our homes as um, a support and a safe haven. So I was doing some research on this, specifically, you know, forging a relationship. And I came to the awareness that the pandemic really changed the way that people felt in their homes because they were spending way more time in the home and that they were looking to align their inner needs with the exterior furnishings and and all of the comfortable things that we, we have in our home. So... Do you feel that you have done that over time? Do you think that you have witnessed some of your clients? Yeah, so I feel like, you know, I've made my space 
a place that I want to be. When you decide to live someplace, you make it what it is. You do little things that make you feel comfortable and welcome in your own space. I hate when people don't feel welcome in their own space. It makes me feel sad. Like when people tell me they don't enjoy being home, they don't enjoy spending time alone at their home, or whatever reason, maybe they're looking at something that they didn't take care of or they just don't like it aesthetically. So I think that it's more than just accumulating pretty stuff because pretty right. stuff is not going to make you feel good inside. It's first right. developing the fact that, okay, this is the space that I have. I'm grateful for it. And no matter what you do, you have to change your perception of how you feel about the space before you start decorating it. If yeah. you love the space and you can't wait to fill it with all types of cute stuff and personalize it, then I think that you'll feel at home in your home. But if you think, well, if I change this, I do that, and then I do a couple of things I saw on Pinterest and Instagram, I'm going to love my home more. A lot of times people don't. Yeah. I wanted to ask you a couple of questions. I, I jotted down some things from my research, and I wanted to see if you could respond to some of them. And then maybe if we can give our listeners some questions that they might want to ask themselves as a result of our banter back and forth about this. So first things first, I wanted to ask you, how does lighting affect you? And do you lean towards bright, airy spaces? Or do you also respond well to dark or dim lights? Because I found out that dark and dim lights, much to my surprise, has a way of reminding people of peace or peacefulness. Well, you already know how I feel about the darkness. <laughs> I love to sleep in a very dark space. I even use an eye mask to fall asleep. I feel right at home inside of a cave with the lights off. I'm not scared. It's very cozy and comforting to me. That's like more so like an evening time feel. I guess when my internal clock. That, that. It's the word. No, I need the word. Our internal clock, whatever. I can't think of it right now. What was I saying? Yeah, so the internal clock makes me feel like I want darkness when I get home from work, you know, because I'm ready to get cozy and fall asleep. But during the day when I wake up in the morning, I just want sunlight. You know, I just want brightness and I just want happy, colorful things. I want to interact with colorful things. I want to eat colorful things. I want to see colorful things. I want to see plants and blah, blah, blah. But then like at night, you know, I'm ready for the darkness, <laughs> ready to go to sleep. So that's how I wind down. But I think like, you know, the advice that I would give people is always thinking about what makes you truly happy. What kind of things really make you sing, you know? And yeah. maybe you do need to install some type of timer on your lights so that they dim at a certain time so it helps you come down. You know, maybe that's kind of thing you have to do. But thinking about the things that will really help you to get to your happy place. What about you, Alicia? How do you feel about light? Well, people have often said, and anyone who knows me well knows that I like a lot of light. And I am very negatively impacted by dim spaces, spaces that don't have a lot of bright light. Even when I'm home in the evening, I still have a lot of lights. When it's dark out, there's lights on all over the place. There's something about lighting. I actually have that seasonal 
disorder. I'm not a fan of the wintertime. When it gets dark really early, it affects my mood. So I have to try really hard to stay above that. You come in my house, it's like Grand Central Station. All the lights are on. I, I don't do the dim light thing. I've been known to fall asleep with the lights on many times and sleep through the night. I think there's something to that. I'm sure I'm not unique. I'm sure if I did some research, but I can also sleep soundly with the lights out. Light helps me. Psychologically, it does something for me in a good way. Another question, how do you feel about making homemade food at home? And at what time of the day does it most impact your psyche? Dinner? I like home-cooked food when my husband makes it. But for me, I don't feel like I'm much of a cook. So I, I don't enjoy it, but I do it now more so than I'm home. You know, my schedule's changed a little bit. And as you know, one of the things that has also changed in my life is that I've been taking Magic Mind, which is a productivity shot. It, it has a subtle sweetness. It's only three grams of sugar for a little shot. It has boosted my energy, my focus, helps me crush procrastination, elevate my mental clarity. It's really helped me to reduce my stress and anxiety. So when I get home, I am, you know, still kind of like on a high from my day and I'm feeling less anxious. You know, I'm feeling less like I want to talk about my day. You know, I kind of just leave my day where it was, which is outside of the house. And that's one thing that's changed with me. And that has really helped me focus more on my home and feel better about my home. I wanted to share this with you guys. For the month of January only, we have a special gift for all our listeners. You may want to be living a more organized home, whatever it is. Clear out the fog, clear out the overthinking, and try Magic Mind. Trust me. If you don't like it, you can get your money back, but you need to give it a try. And so you can get one month free when you're subscribing for three months. Go to www.magicmind.com slash Jan T over interiors. And you can use our special code, which is T over 20. This will get you 75% off. So it's only going to last until the end of the month. So hurry up before this deal goes away. It's truly a game changer. Again, it's magicmind.com slash Jan T over interiors. Use our code T over 20. The link will also be in the show notes. That's not so I like that. Yeah. Do you associate homemade meals with home? Like whether you're doing it, your husband's doing it, your friend is doing it. Your mother's doing it. Like, does that evoke a feeling of home for you? Not necessarily. Not unless it feels like I feel a certain kind of warmth. It has to be like a certain meal makes me kind of feel like at home. But the only place that it feels homely, like it's home, is whenever I go to my mom's house and she's cooking. Or when See, I come home and my husband's cooking. That's what I'm talking about. I am convinced that's a telltale sign right there that what you just said. You actually just proved my point. I think the smells of food cooking on the stove, I'm sure people who can't cook, if they went and bought something and put it in their pots and put it on the stove and acted like they were cooking it, but they weren't, it's from the restaurant, it would give you that same feeling of someone caring enough to create a meal. And those smells, how about getting up out of the bed in the morning or laying in bed and you smell, if this is not a food that you like, forgive me. You smell the smell of pancakes or the aroma of 
bacon kind of going up the stairs or whatever things you like to eat. When that smell comes up and you're in the bed all nestled in and it's a cold day and you're like, oh, my God, I can't wait to put out there. Like, it smells so good. You know what I mean? Or if someone's going to bring it to you, whatever the case may be. I think coming in at night after a long day of work and you smell some fresh, nice, good food on the stove, you're like, wow. Whether you're making it or someone's making it for you. When I lived alone, I used to put something on before I went out in the morning. In a slow crock cooker. Pot, mm-hmm. The slow cooker. So that when I came home, no one was there slaving over the stove, except my little crock pot was on overtime because it had been cooking all day. And yeah. I love that. I love that for me. Just like, this smells awesome. Like when you're talking about that, I remember when I was a little kid and I would wake up and smell blueberry muffins that my mom baked fresh. Yeah. And they were so delicious. Or when she was making grits with eggs and sausage. Yes. Oh, yes. When I used to eat sausage. Yes. When I was a little kid, I would be like, yes, yes. I think the most that I felt like home all the time was when I was a kid because somebody's taking care of you, right? This kind of reminds me of our conversation we had with Darcy from Hotels to Home. Yeah, She yeah. spoke about like, you know, having the slippers and having yeah. the bathrobe and all these little things that you could do for yourself or for your family to make them feel catered to. Yeah. That actually helps to make you feel more at home. Yeah, and does. I think those little touches, you don't have to live in a fancy apartment or home. If your home no. is clean and tidy and uncluttered and you care for it, and you do all these other little things for yourself and who you live with, and they do it back for you, I feel like you can have a really great time at home and you can really feel at home and really feel connected to the space that you're in. And no matter where you live, you can always bring that that experience to where you live. As long as you have that attitude of gratitude. It means stuff to different people, but I think these are the little things that we all know innately. We kind of You know, because I saw your face and I was explaining some of the things and you were starting to reminisce and I saw the happiness come over you, just like a wash over you. And I'm telling you, these are the things that people have, especially our modern day people, have gotten away from and they don't even realize these are the simplest things. They are the most effortless thing. They're not complicated. It's not about, you know, a $20,000 sofa. It's not about a a $6,000 vase or a really wonderful chair. Those are nice, you know, but that is not what makes home home. And I love design. You know I do. And I can appreciate a well-designed and creative, innovative piece. But I'm like, "Mm, what does it for me? Yeah, you know, when you said that, you also made me think of something else. So like the other day I did laundry and like, you know, I cleaned all the mats and stuff like that. And at the end of the night, I put everything back, you know, folded all the laundry and put the mat back in the bathroom in front of the tub. When I got out the tub, you know, all the floors had been mopped and everything. It felt so cozy. Like putting my foot on the clean mat again. That's the next thing I was going to say. Clean spaces. Although... I think people think that that's like an overrated thing and like some people can be obsessed about cleanliness, which I am. I'm a little OCD with it. But that cleanliness and the smell of clean has a smell, right? It's fresh and cozy. And it's the whole concept of someone cared enough, even if the someone was you, you cared enough to make this thing special. I think that this goes a long way. Now, I was going to also bring up about things that are warm 
and they don't have to be warm in temperature, but the warmth of certain things like a fluffy carpet or a nice bath mat, having things like that that are soft to the touch make you also feel like you are in a warm and nurturing space. Seeing a plant grow has a psychological effect, is about springing life and seeing things grow that helps to inspire. It helps to create change because when you see that thing psychologically, you're accepting the possibility of growth, the possibility of, of change, change and inspiration. Yeah. Yep. When you see things grow and your home hits all those senses, like smell, taste, touch, sight, sound, smell. When your home hits all those sensors, it's definitely going to change the way you feel about your space. So I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to ask you for two questions mm -hmm. that our listeners, our tribe, should be asking themselves about home prior to embarking upon any new changes that they may want to do in this new year or in general. What would you say they should ask themselves prior to a new decision about home, whether it's de decorative or anything otherwise? I think the first thing they should ask themselves is why. Why do you want this change? And really ask yourself, get deep into the heart of the matter and figure out what it is, because sometimes it may be an unexpected answer. But be honest with yourself, too. That's very important. Honesty to yourself makes all the difference, ultimately. What's your end goal? You know what I mean? And then really think about if that thing you want is actually going to get you to the end goal that you're really, truly deep in your heart looking for. The second thing I would say to ask yourself is really ask yourself what makes you happy? What really makes you sing? Not spending money. That doesn't make anybody happy because then they think about how little money they have left over if they spend too much or whatever. But really think about what makes you happy and why it makes you happy. What does it do for you? Is it something that hits one of your senses? Is it something that you enjoy looking at? Is it something that you enjoy hearing? And is it something that you enjoy smelling? You know, what makes you happy? Maybe you just need like a certain type of oil freshener. So when you come home, you could smell the scent of lavender or whatever it is that you really like. I say really think about what makes you happy. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I just think that it goes deep into what is it that we need to feel safe? Because I think home is a safe haven. And it's not always easy to do that because that's deep psychological type of probing. You know, like, what do I need to feel safe? Oh, you know, I need, I don't even know like what people would say. I know what I need. I need for physical safety. I need to feel loved, right? I need to feel like nurtured. And the home can do that. The home can create a nurturing, loving sensation. If you have the peace in there if it's not disturbed if in in my case I like it to have good music I like to have a stocked refrigerator I don't want to be running out of stuff all the time because I'll wake up in the morning and decide I want to make some crazy tart or something you know I'm a baker and I I don't want to have to go to the store to get the stuff like I'm going to make a tart that's based off of the fruits and things that I already have in the house I love the internet because if I have a box of white cake and I have bananas, I'm going to Google. 
dessert with box of white cake and bananas. And I'm making that thing because I usually have the staples. I always have my butters. I always have my heavy creams. I always have my whipping cream. You know, I've got the staples, the eggs, the sugars. I got all that. So I can come together and put something, whip it up in five minutes. I made the best bars yesterday that way, like cookie bars. Anyway, so ask yourselves, what do I need to feel safe? What's going to make me feel safe in this home? And go about the business of equating that feeling of safety to possibly things, doesn't have to be things, but things and or experiences in that home. That's really all I got for you. Well, thank you so much, Alicia. I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. What do you guys think? Like, what did you think of today's episode? Do you want more like this? We noticed that you guys have an interest in some of the trends, some of the renovations. So tell us what it is that you'd like us to talk about next and we got you covered. So don't forget, if you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. That's how you can support this podcast. Also support our sponsors. That's how you can support this podcast. And you will find all the links in the show notes and we will see you next week. We love you guys so much for listening. Love you guys. Ciao. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. We'll see you next week. Nice job, ladies. Carry on.